0: Advantages, The Casting Patriot, The Annual Bay Community Register, The Summer Seasonal Guide, and more. Also on the web at www.penobscotbaypress.com. Information presented in the following program represents the opinions of the participants and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult your physician before undertaking any treatment or therapy. You are tuned to WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill and streaming online everywhere at WERU.org. Healthy Options with your host, Rhonda Feynman, is up next.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Healthy Options. I'm Rhonda Feynman, and today we'll be discussing the practice of five rhythms. It's uh, dancing, and it's often described as moving meditation. It was created in the late 1960s by Gabrielle Roth, who distinguished five rhythms common to all human beings. And when she combined these rhythms together in a wave as a natural progression of energy, Gabrielle discovered that they can liberate the free creative spirit inside each of us and that's regardless of age, size, or physical ability. There are no steps to follow, no choreography to learn, and no way of doing it wrong. So the practice of five rhythms dancing has spread around the world, and one of the strongest centers is right here in Maine. And I'm very happy to say that um, we're going to have uh, a couple of guests, one in particular uh, right now, and uh, one will be joining us later. And I want to invite uh, and welcome Sarah Wild, who has been an art teacher For 22 years and then she fell in love with dancing the five rhythms, left public school sector and became devoted to the practice of five rhythms. She started working with Gabrielle Roth in 1987, completed the teacher training and has been teaching the five rhythms for the past 20 years, mostly in Maine, but also at the Omega Institute, at the Rowe Conference Center. She's offered the five rhythms on holistic cruise ships in the Caribbean and she continues to study with Gabrielle Roth and three years ago completed an advanced training in heartbeat which is the emotional map that corresponds to the physical map of the five rhythms, and I think we'll get to talk about that. And since then, Sarah has been offering heartbeat workshops in addition to teaching five rhythm classes around Maine, and I also know that uh, you're also doing your painting, and I want to talk about how all of that (laughs) integrates. So, uh, Sarah Wild, welcome to uh, Healthy Options.
0: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. So um, I gave a little bit of a brief introduction, but uh, you can correct me and get into more depth about, in fact, what is five rhythms and what, what in fact, are we um, what are we talking about when we uh, uh, talk about something we should be moving to, which we'll get to do, too. <laughs> okay,
0: well, the first thing is that we always, all of us teachers, have a very difficult time describing these rhythms because it's something that really needs to be experienced in the body to fully understand it. Um, but I, I, I talked with Carrie, one of the other teachers, this morning, and she um, uh, sent me this beautiful quote, and then I want to speak a little bit beyond that quote, but this is a quote from Carrie. The five rhythms are a transformational movement practice that help us to balance all the energies in our bodies and come to a place of acceptance with our bodies, our emotions, and our minds. The practice begins wherever you are. There is no right or wrong way to move in the five rhythms as we dance to move energy in full realization that wherever we are is going to shift. Being in the flow, flowing our own rhythm. On the dance floor, we practice living fully and being our unique self so that we can live our lives in this way as well. So in, in the five rhythm movement practice, which, which I, w- I just want to speak just briefly that Gabrielle Roth, um, many, many, many years ago, she's in her late 60s, um, in her early 20s, was dancing in New York City and had a knee injury and could no longer dance, or so she thought. So she went out to the West Coast as kind of a hippie and lived at Ethelon and was doing massage therapy. A movement teacher couldn't come, uh, canceled at the last minute, and they asked Gabrielle to teach a movement workshop. So she is just an extraordinary person, living very much from inspiration, intuition, in the place of inspiration intuition and she just she just winged it and um, <laughs> and what she did was she just she just put on music and let people dance. Of course this was the early sixties and or late sixties I mean. And what she noticed over a period of time, because she did that workshop and then she went on to, to lead other movement classes was and she didn't give a lot of instruction but what she witnessed was that people naturally moved in a wave of rhythm. And what, what she noticed was they would start very slowly and somewhat hesitantly. and um, But that rhythm she mapped out as the rhythm of flow, which is a rhythm that has no hard edges. It's very fluid. It's very soft-edged. And they would move in that for quite a while until it would begin to speed up, gain power, and begin to... Push the edge of flow and move into more percussive movements, more edgy movements, more outward-directed movements, and that she named staccato. And staccato is a very powerful rhythm, comes from the gut, comes from the earth, and it's more percussive, outward, exhale, and moving out into the world. Um, so I could say more about that, but anyway, so that's that's Staccato. They would, they would be dancing in that This was natural this was, this was natural to what they were doing And that would begin They couldn't keep that up forever And that would begin to become What she calls chaos Which is not the dark side of chaos Which is confusion Can't find your car keys Have no idea what bills you're supposed to pay Your life is a mess That's, that's <laughs> the dark side of chaos Where am I going? What am I doing? But the light side The grounded, deeper part of chaos Is a part of letting go And um, surrendering and that, there would be a staccato foot pattern in the feet, and then the beginning, the body would begin to loosen and let go. And it's a very delicious, wonderful rhythm where you just begin to let go into your feet, into the earth, let go of your breath, and let go of your head, and let go of the mind, the chattering of the mind. And that would release. And that, after a period of time, would naturally lighten the body and give it a sense of lift and spaciousness and joy. Well, that's the emotional component, but joy and lift and lightness. And that's the rhythm of lyrical, which stays very grounded but has everything to do with lightness and the heart. And then that would naturally run its course or does naturally run its course. And then she witnessed that people moved into a place of stillness uh, or moving stillness. And then in the practice where we teach, we have our students follow follow their breath. Um, in a moving meditation
1: so and, and the music chosen it, it encourages that
0: absolutely I mean after you dance for a long period of time you don't even need music your body knows right. these rhythms but yes we as teachers and all the teachers across the world because as you said it really has become world worldwide very much so it's everywhere um, Is we choose music that will, will, will help um, the students to find these find these energies oh yeah
1: well, you know, we're going to get to that in a little while because uh, Anna did um, bring uh, send some music along, so maybe we can get an idea of that. But but right now, let's just kind of lay the the groundwork. How long <clears throat> would what a typical class be? Is it you know how do you go through this? Is there a, a physiological common denominator throughout the world about how this works?
0: Yes, actually, um, I would say that most classes. Are between one and a half hours and three hours classes not workshops but classes mm-hmm. the majority being uh, two hours long the first 40 to 45 minutes is often a an unfil- unfacilitated warm-up with no instruction no words and then generally speaking teachers will then go through a, a short period of time where we ask our students to. Um, Go through different body parts with music, you know, to loosen up the body even further, and then we will do an hour-long rhythm wave.
1: So, body parts like feel your elbow or feel your shoulder. Yeah, relaxing. we'll say yeah. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll have you, we'll choose a piece of music that 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 is kind of lively and and or maybe a flowing piece, and we'll just say now feel your head and uh, just let your head move to the music, and um, and then we just leave them alone probably. <laughs> and uh, sometimes we might say you know. Be aware of your scalp. Be aware of your nose. Be aware of your tongue. You know, let your jaw drop open, and then move down into your neck and your shoulders, and feel the fluids in your shoulders or feel the bones in your shoulders. Just we will do anything to seduce the body into moving and aw- movement and awareness. You know, that will help the people, especially if they're they're new and they're scared. Body parts is a wonderful way to have them uh, soften into their bodies in a very safe way.
1: So it takes a, a little bit of bravery i imagine that there's some people who would be a little bit as you said scared or just this whole idea of dance or body image and
0: Yes well, well i'd love to tell this story i was at omega um both Carrie and i have taught at omega we've taught staff and participants and i was this is a very good example of that I was asked to teach a wellness group um, when i got there that was, that was and i walked in and i walked into a room full of um shall i say People that were there in, in need of um, some diet as well as movement. They were they were they were not people used to exercise, they were not thin, they were scared to death. They were like a bunch of deer caught in the headlights. <laughs> it was the most fear I've ever walked into. And within ten minutes of the music, moving them in the body parts, I brought some scarves out, they were so happy. Mm. So it it is it is an amazing practice. It it can soften and open practically anyone mm-hmm. if they get in the room. <laughs> right. Once they once can get the off the couch and get out of their fear and get into the room, it's almost guaranteed that they will have a positive experience. It's just an amazing map. It just works. So.
1: So you, there you were. You're finding five rhythms, and you were teaching. And you totally changed your whole life to devote your your yourself
0: to, to this. Yeah, it got me. I I I have I have personally, for me personally, Sarah, Carrie, and Anna would answer this in their own, um, according to their own lives. But I was dancing at nine months. I just I have dance in my body, but not every. But, but we have people, that, and so I had danced on and off all my life, but not never professionally. And um, when this came to Maine, and it came to Maine through one of uh, Gabrielle's original teachers, uh, Chris Donovan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she lived 10 minutes from my house, and I started taking classes, and I just was totally gone. I was hooked. It was, I couldn't stop. I started taking workshops with Gabrielle. I danced every place that I could with Chris, and it just took me. And I just had to go with it. It was just a passion, and I and I shouldn't speak for Carrie and Anna, but I uh, the same thing. Ha- Carrie came as a student of mine many years ago, and it just took her by her feet, and <laughs> there was no stopping. So it it can do it, it. has a way of just getting into your life and just opening it up in ways that you never expected. So
1: there you are.
0: Um, I I just love this idea of
1: the body having a natural. It, a natural way of moving. It's
0: organic. Yes. And it's in nature. I mean, if if um, let me see. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But since we're talking about Hurricane Earl here, uh huh. Um, if you think about um, of the storm of Earl, for instance, as a natural phenomenon, um, you start in stillness. We're in stillness right now. You know, it's very, it's very still. The air is very still. But as Earl approaches, even even if he approaches offshore. We'll begin to feel a little current of wind. We'll begin to feel that rhythm of flow as it begins to get closer and begins to stir up, um, the, you know, yes. the, the environment. And then it will begin to pick up speed, and we'll begin. Let's say if it were coming close to us. We would be. It would be coming more staccato, more more energized, um, and then in the heart of the storm, in the heat of the storm, there'd be all chaos. That's sort of the dark side. But it's almost a letting go. You can't do anything. You just it, it's it. just whirling around. The storm leaves. You have this incredible sense of light and lift. The storm is over. This sense of, oh, my God, it's 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 leaving. And there's a sense of openness and, and lyricism that it's gone. And then this sense of stillness following the storm. And the other thing I, I often, it's in our bodies. I mean, and everybody wakes up in a different rhythm on a different day Mm
1: -hmm. sometimes
0: we wake up in the morning and we're in full-blown staccato our feet hit the floor we're going to work we've got to make a breakfast we've got to get there we don't even have a moment maybe brushing teeth is a hint of flow it's like (laughs) out the door get in the car boom gone and other people they can't do that. they just absolutely no matter what is that they have to wake up and flow slowly, cup of coffee, right. get out of bed, and then the day begins and then the day begins, and, and then, then the it moves b- into more staccato mm-hmm. and, and whatever, and then there might yeah. be a, a, a place where we just we have a chance to release, let go, and move it. But you can see how these rhythms, and everybody okay. has a natural rhythm, a bass rhythm.
1: Uh-huh and, and so they'd resonate, or one area would feel. Different than another, yes, or more comfortable.
0: Absolutely, and as people come into the work, they will notice that as they're dancing, um, one of these rhythms will feel very, 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 very familiar and very easy, and just so comfortable. Um, I came into the work, and uh, it's sort of unusual for for, but I, staccato was my home base rhythm. Uh huh. You can tell by my voice the way I speak. If Carrie and Anna were on the phone, and I hope that you can... And,
1: and, and I do want to say, I'm just getting the word that I think Anna is has been able to join us. Great.
0: So uh, we'll bring her in in a second, yeah? Great. And you will notice by the tone of her voice and the way she speaks that she moves in a different rhythm. It's very beautiful. So well,
1: I think we've all had uh, our own flow today with the changes and... We can we can attribute it to astrology with Mercury being retrograde and communication and details, yeah. or we could talk about what rhythm were we in. Did we go into chaos when things don't go as planned, and how do we how do we deal with those kinds of changes? How do we adapt?
0: Exactly. And one of the things that that Gabrielle and and she she gave us this, this information as teachers is. This is a very, very grounded body of work. So no matter where, what rhythm we're in, whether it's the dark side of chaos or full-blown staccato or lyrical, we keep our feet on the earth, we keep our feet on the ground. Uh, they're moving, but we ground our energy mm. in the earth so that we don't fly off into the hinterlands. Because one okay. of the things that Gabrielle has witnessed over the years, over and over and over again, is that people live in out of their bodies and in their heads. That's right ungrounded. so well, I don't know if Anna is with you. Are right you with
1: here? Are you with us? I sure
2: am. It was wonderful to hear you speak,
1: Sarah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so let me just introduce uh, introduce you, Anna uh, uh, Abaldo, who you're teaching down in in Camden, and Sarah will talk about where you're teaching too. And she studied um, five rhythms with Gabrielle Roth for ten years, be- over ten years. A certified five rhythms teacher in 2001, and teaches classes here in, in New England and also in Europe and the Caribbean. And uh, I want to introduce also that you have a master's degree in somatic psychology and you studied at the Jung uh, Institute in Switzerland and uh, has practiced authentic movement, which is another form of dance movement therapy. And uh, in 2001, Anna founded and directed her own studio for dance movement and personal and spiritual development near Amsterdam and moved to Maine in 2004. And currently you teach with uh, Carrie Lumen at High Mountain Hall in Camden, Maine. And I want to welcome you. I'm glad you could make it.
2: Thank you, Rhonda.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, we can pick up... I, I, w- was it helpful, you know, af- after a, a, a little
2: unusual morning to uh,
1: to be able to hear Sarah <laughs> remind us of our
2: grounding? Yes, that was it was great. I loved how you spoke about the storm, Sarah, because it's something that everybody will be somewhat thinking about right now, mm-hmm. and it was a great illustration of, of uh, the rhythms.
1: Great. Um, you know, um, there's there's the the sense of groundedness and I'm reminded when I was first introduced for the five rhythms I was at a silent meditation retreat and what's very interesting there is you're really creating you're not talking to anybody so everything that's going on is self generated yeah and there we are doing the dance and and the, the instructor the teacher was was integrating how this can help a meditation practice because it's all in your own head yeah that's beautiful and and so um so it's one thing as we we talk about chaos and adapting um it's another when you really can see how we are doing this in our in our own minds and, and that whole idea of coming down to earth and bringing yeah the, okay. the,
2: the place where i love to look at the rhythms and i don't know if sarah already hinted at this um, if she has spoken about this please let me know so i'm not duplicating but i love to look at rhythms in the realm of relationship did you speak about that yet Sarah? I did not know. Yeah. So for me, you know, being being married and having a family with young children, I think it's really fascinating to watch how basically the rhythms we can talk about flowing, staccato, chaos, lyrical and stillness, but it really is all about how energy moves in waves. So even if we don't name, you know, where we are in the in the wave, it's it's an amazing practice to see how throughout any aspect of our life or our emotions or the seasons energy moves in waves, and so I, I love to use that as a tool to look at relationship, because sometimes we get so wrapped up in what's in the drama of what's going on, right? And it's really great to, to take a step back and say, oh, wait, you know, my children are just in complete chaos right now, and if I can just step out of the way and let that energy be, um, they can just experience their own liveliness, and we don't have to label it, we don't have to um, try to stop it. It will, it will end, and then it will go into lyrical and. Will be another place to be together. Um, I sometimes wish that I could teach workshops at schools for teachers, so that they could allow the energy of children to just flow a little more naturally, instead of having, you know, a, having a certain energy which I think is often staccato be the one that drives our culture.
1: Oh yes, and and that was something else I uh, I, I wanted to ask you having. Uh, come from uh, from europe and uh, and the Netherlands, and seeing uh, how do, how does this work culturally and I know uh, I was looking online and there there are classes in tokyo There are classes yeah. in you know in, yeah. every corner of the world. How do you see this as a as a cultural um, phenomena
2: or or is it the human experience no it's, uh, that's a great question I, I love how Gabriel often jokes that. Um. So, you know, we notice that even when we're in New York, there's often not a lot of people from different, different ethnicities in the room. And she often jokes that a lot of the black people, they don't need this. They already know how to move. And I'm that's a huge generalization because, of course, everybody benefits from this practice. But there, there's definitely a way that you can see that certain cultures live so much in the head that this is a really important practice to explore as a way to become more embodied. And some cultures already have a huge amount of embodiment. And so for them, it might be more falling into a familiar place with this rather than having it be um, something really new that adds to their um, movement vocabulary or their the way that they experience themselves in the world.
1: Right, and that's 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 something when 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 you were just just talking about how in our our Western culture, would you say it's a, a Western thing? Would you find this in your classes in in Amsterdam as well? Yeah, that we're
2: living in the staccato or. Yes, yeah. I would say so, but there are there are different nuances even between like um, dancing with people in California versus dancing with people in Maine.
1: Yes, there are there are different
2: nuances. I would would you not say, Sarah, that in California there would be a lot more lyrical energy? Absolutely. Whereas in Maine, there's a lot more flowing and ground. Absolutely. And and so when you go to Holland, I would say there's a lot of staccato there because it's such a full country. People have to be hyper organized in order to do their thing. That's one of the reasons I really needed to leave. Because that's not my home rhythm and it's really hard for me to stay in my own flow when I'm in a world that's only staccato yeah so Maine is the place for me <laughs> yeah yes so um,
1: so perhaps you know you did uh, uh, we, we did get some music maybe we could do a little bit of, uh, of listening and maybe describe a little. We did. We introduced the the five rhythms, but maybe we could talk a little bit about what flow is. We can hear a little bit of it, and and you could, I don't know, as a group, talk about how you would how you would have people move. Would or, it be
2: fun to even invite listeners to kick off their shoes and dance barefoot in their living room? Absolutely, right now? except if you good? are
1: driving, <laughs> pull over. I I want to see you know on route one here, the entire you know row of cars just stopping and everybody getting out
0: <laughs> that would be great <laughs>
1: all right um i have been informed we are yeah well we'll we'll just we'll just go for it and uh t- let's talk about flow for
0: a, a a second and then we'll uh and Anna, i'd love to hear your words cause I, always, I already gave my words i'd love to hear your words yeah,
2: and maybe we can trade off with with uh, accompanying a different rhythm so mm-hmm. you could do the staccato if you want to sarah
0: well, I I, yeah, but I already I already did the description. I'd love to hear from you, too. We'll okay. both do it. Yeah, great.
2: Yeah, so, um, well, I think it would be easiest for me to speak as though I already have people moving with me. Yes. I like that, and then it's not so heady.
1: Well, we're moving in the studio here. Great. There's no question. Great.
2: So, yeah, it's a great way to begin to get into flow is to just take a moment to um, concentrate on your breath and just feel your inhalations and your exhalations and feel the rising and the falling of your chest and as, as you really allow yourself to focus on your body feel different ways in which you could allow your hands and your arms to move in a fluid way as you continue to connect with your breath and in a moment when the music starts, <laughs> it yeah. would be great to really feel that fluidity move through your whole body, through your arms, your hands, your spine, your hips, all the way down to your feet.
1: Right. Well, we're have we're going to have to do a little imagining at, at this point, but that's, that's
2: okay. okay. Keep going. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the music's not yet ready. Yeah. What? I was wondering if the mu- when the music was coming on.
1: Well, we had some music underneath. And um, we're, we're uh, this is talking about a cultural uh, impediment in terms of how we can, and uh, I think it's coming, Something? no, no, nope. we're good, we've done it. Okay, so <laughs> we're, we're not going to be able to do the whole flow here, um, okay. but um, for a variety of reasons. Yeah, we have some, uh, you see, you want to talk about, this? this is a good moment because we can actually talk about how do we deal with the cultural imperative. Uh, we have some copyright restrictions, apparently, and um, so we can't really let this music, hmm. yeah, um, go. And in, in order, I know. So here we are. But we can.
0: Laughing. This <I laughs> happens to us sometimes in class. You know, wrong. Exactly. Yeah. We, we come into too. class, and there's no electricity, or for some reason our machine has decided to take a vacation.
1: So I'm gonna. D- I'm gonna be uh, flow here. All right. <laughs> So, can we all drum? Okay. Get in on a Sisters of Rhythm here. That's a question. I'm serious, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> go for it. Tell me if I'm getting it right. I'm asking you, yes? Yeah, it sounds great. So okay, good, so keep going. It has going circular rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Is that all right, am I flowing? Yeah, no,
2: that's fine. So as people hear the beat, If you have the space if you're in your living room allow your feet to move through the space the feet are a really great gateway to flow like every part of the body is its own gateway to another rhythm and if we really want to unlock the rhythm of flow in our bodies we need to begin to move our feet and trust wherever they're leading us this is as much a metaphor for the dance as it is for life it's like how do you how do you let everything go and just follow your feet? to Trust the grounding. Trust your feet. Trust them to take you wherever they want to go. So as your feet move through the space, then see if on your breath you can begin to let go of your spine. And allow your spine to become more fluid. And engage your shoulders. Allow your shoulders to become loose open and send your breath and your movement into your arms and let them join the dance and then just check in and see if your head is still static or if it's surrendering to the rest of the movement of your body and you're you want to really get to the place where you can let go of your head your whole body surrender to the movement of your feet. And when we're practicing flowing, we're really practicing to allow any movement to come in and move through. It's like practicing the ever-changing, the ever-changing motions of life. Well, I'm flowing, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> 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 have we lost you Rhonda? i yeah, am I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally
1: okay oh that's excellent so okay i'm gonna stop now everybody every you're, you're all with me you just keep moving <laughs> wherever you are and now we do have some music cued talk a little bit about staccato we talked a little but whoever sarah or anna and and then um we'll listen to a little piece and then and then i'll be the drummer again i think i'm i i can trend i can uh channel this uh uh, by the way, I just—we're <laughs> just having so much fun. This is Healthy Options, and you are tuned to WERUFM. And our guests here are Anna uh, Abaldo and uh, Sarah Wild, and they are teachers of the Five Rhythms. And we are experiencing the Five Rhythms. I just interrupted the Five Rhythms, but we're actually with the Five Rhythms. So um, we're going into staccato. Anna, um, would you like me to do this one? Yeah, go for it. So. Um is there going to be music or drumming well, for this room? Right? Well, what we're going to do is, and this is the way we're going to have about... We'll, you'll start talking. We'll we'll bring in some staccato for about uh, 20 seconds as, as examples, and then uh, I'll do my best to uh, to uh, pick it up where that leaves off. How okay, about yeah, we that? don't need to stay as
0: long in staccato because we could be here for, for the full half hour, but maybe that'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so in um, so if we're still in flow, let's go back into the rhythm of flow just for a moment, feeling your feet and the body released into the fluidity of flow. And then begin to um, feel energy drawing up from the earth through the bottoms and the soles of your feet and filling um, your belly, filling, filling the moving center of the body. So just begin gathering that energy up, just beginning to feel more earth energy coming up. This is going to be the transition between flow and staccato, which we sometimes call flowing staccato. So breathing in, breathing that energy up through the legs, up through the feet, and into the moving center of the body, and beginning to let it fill the pelvis, power, power center, pelvis, begin to let the pelvis begin to move, begin to uh, generate your movement from that area of the body, let your feet move, let your breath be free and in and out with freedom and begin to gather more and more energy up into that center of the body, into the pelvis. And then begin to concentrate more on the exhale rather than the inhale. (sighs) Breathing out and the inhale will come. Gathering that energy into the pelvis, breathing out and letting the inhale come. And beginning to feel more and more of the, the, the fiery energy of the earth, the earth energy moving into the belly and pelvis beginning to generate a stronger, more powerful flow and let it grow. Begin to let your uh, flow become more outward-directed, more energized, more out-breath, and this is where it takes courage. It takes courage because flowing is about creativity and receptivity, and staccato is about moving out in the world from your heart, taking yourself out. So let your body begin to move out. Let your movements become... Uh, more edgy, more powerful, stopping and starting, letting go of that fluidity and meeting the space around your body with your energy, with your breath, (sighs) (sighs) breathing it out, (sighs) and begin to uh, liven it up, liven it up, follow the beat, more and more outward, more and more outward, (sighs) Meeting the, meeting the space around your body. Keep it, keep it going. Keep the breath going. Keep the exhale going. Feel your feet on the earth. Feel your pelvis. Feel your belly. And let your dance become larger, bigger. And take yourself out in the world. If you're an artist who's kept your paintings in the closet, take them to the gallery. Move out in the world. Out. Outward directed. Yes. Creative energy manifesting. In the world, out-breath.
1: Ooh, whoa, Hi. you don't have a clue what's going on in the studio over here. I mean, there are people going wild. I hope everyone's doing this in their living room. And I, did, I think there is a report of a traffic jam on Route 3 now. Great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we're getting
2: into chaos. That makes sense, right? Oh, oh that's right. We are. I do
1: you notice already? Our energy is up. I'm, I'm feeling it. We're, we're zooming a little bit more. Ooh, okay. Ooh, Okay, I'm ready for chaos. Anybody?
2: Anna. Anybody else? (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) So here's where we really want to ride the wave of the energy that's happening. So if you are in touch with that sense of fiery energy that Sarah was talking about and your body's really moving, um, you want to begin to focus your energy once again on your feet and allow your feet to rock you from from right to left, from right to left, from right to left. And by allowing your feet to rock you back and forth, you create a base that is both grounded and it's poised for release because on that motion of rocking or even jumping back and forth, if you have a lot of energy, you can begin to release the upper part of your body, releasing your hips, releasing your spine, releasing your head. It's like like you practice being a skeleton that's rattling your bones. or You practice being a ragdoll. Okay. The rhythm of chaos is all about letting go. It's all about releasing. So if in flowing we're feeling who we are and what's going on, and if in staccato we're putting that out into the world and we become clear about where we're going or what we're doing or what we're feeling, then the rhythm of chaos is really the teacher about letting it all go. You know how sometimes when, um, when you think about setting an intention, setting a clear intention about where you want to head in your life, there's also that place where you need to trust that that intention is being put out. The clarity of cicado has moved into the world. That energy is out there. And then the practice is letting it go so it can take its own course because we can only plan so much in our lives. And then life happens, right? Things happen. Um, we get thrown off course. Well, and just like
1: the music not coming up, so we're going to try to get it in a different way. But yeah, yeah just keep, this is good. So I feel like we're, we're totally in chaos. So. Right. <laughs>
2: And that's, you know, it's this place of amazing creativity as well. See yeah. Here we all have to be really creative working with what we have. And um, if we stay in staccato when things are not, aren't, when we get thrown off course, we get become really rigid. Oh. So the teaching of chaos is to move through whatever life throws at us or whatever feelings are arising in the body or whatever it is that you're working with to allow it to loosen up. That's why it's so important to keep going back to the body because you can't just do this in your mind. We need to, you know, mind and body are so connected. We need to loosen up the body. We need to shake out all our limbs to find that, ah. that place of release, that place of surrender, that place of letting go that allows us to become, um, yeah, just just more open to working with whatever happens in life.
1: Oh, I think we found it. I think yeah, we found Kay. Yes, you did.
2: Yeah. Oh! Whoa! So you could hear in the music that there's, like, there's a lot of beat, but we're moving beyond the beat. We're moving into a very wild territory, where it's all about just letting go and riding
0: that wave of energy, the dance. releasing the breath over and over.
2: And in the wave, this is really the climax. This is really the place where if you, can, if you can get into this rhythm, you can release in a way that it creates that amazing sense of space that Sarah was talking about after the storm. If we can release all these things that are stuck, that we're holding on to a little too much, that are in our way, if we can release them in the dance, this amazing space can open up
1: Oh, I'm having trouble with chaos. Yeah. Hold on. I have to keep practicing. Okay. <laughs> if we can release. If we can let go. Yeah.
2: I love it. Did you want to add anything, Sarah? Well,
0: I w- I just wanted to add a big exhale. <sighs> <laughs> Because it's really about, ultimately, and this takes time, 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 but it's really releasing the chatterbox mind to the feet. (laughs) It's just like releasing that chatterbox, that just constant chatterbox, and just letting it go, and letting the breath just dissolve in the pattern of the feet. Mm. I
2: love that you just said that, Sarah, because I think that's what I, I love the rhythm of chaos so much. And, and each time when I dance, when I'm not teaching, when I can fully go into the experience, that's what it's, what's so beautiful about having a few teachers here in Maine, that we can also keep doing our practice, you know? Yeah. Because again, it, it is a practice. We can't just um, have this as a theory and show up and, and teach it. We have to live it as we have to do it. So what I think is so beautiful about letting go of that chatterbox mind, as you said, Sarah, is that... It brings us to this place where we're intuitively connected again with who we really are, yeah. like this place where our soul can begin to speak, yeah. and where, yeah. our, where our true creativity can begin to flow. Because we often have so many ideas about what our life should look like or what our relationships should look like. But when we deeply enter chaos and we let everything go, all these thoughts, all these perceptions, all the you know whatever the story is that we carry around with us, and uh, that the, the true life force can begin to move again.
1: There's almost a the sense that healing happens in chaos.
2: Yeah yeah
1: the letting go, yeah
0: and and that and that in that letting go, and that's that's when we we begin to spill over into spaciousness mm-hmm. and the rhythm of lyrical. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, well, that's where we have to go next. yeah. yeah.
0: And this is a very, very, very beautiful uh, rhythm um where we begin to allow ourselves to have what can, can be called light roots, light roots which is that we're still rooted to the earth, but there's light in those roots so we can lift, but we're still grounded at the same time. So the body begins to feel this wave of lightness and spaciousness having let go um, uh, in, in the rhythm of chaos, having felt our flow, having felt that outward clear direction of staccato and that release and letting go in chaos. The body can now celebrate itself and celebrate celebrate its heart celebrate being alive and begin to feel that airiness without being airheads <laughs> feeling With grounded the, grounded feeling that airiness and lightness and spaciousness and joy and Anna, if you have more words about lyrical i would t- appreciate those too if you have some
2: no i i, I love what you're saying
0: okay So in that, we just, and this is a a beautiful rhythm where you can begin to move through this, if you're in a room, move through the space of the room as you can in other rhythms, but this one really invites it. Gabrielle often invites her students, and we do too, to follow their hands in this beautiful rhythm of lyrical because the hands are deeply connected to the heart. And we're moving, all the rhythms are in the heart, but we're moving deeper and deeper into the heart. And it's, and it's also such a symbol of the, you know, the
2: natural tendency when, we become, when we've released in chaos and we've become open and we've moved beyond our story, then there's this natural tendency to reach out. And that's exactly hmm. the that connection between the heart and the hands, is this wanting hmm. to reach out, wanting to expand, wanting to, you know, some, we're not just in our own world stuck in our own story anymore. We become aware of, of everybody that's moving around us. We become aware that we're so connected. And again, you know, the whole dance... People show up to dance because they love to dance, but the dance is a continuous metaphor for life. The dance is a continuous laboratory to learn about how energy moves through us and through life. So when we come into the rhythm of lyrical, we suddenly open and we see all these people in the room and we move through them. And because our bodies have become um, fluid and energized, suddenly we feel on our skin we feel what it's like to move through these different um spaces where you know each connection that you that you feel uh, as you move along another person's body is going to be different because each person's energy is unique so so the the dance becomes a whole experience of how we are all connected and how we all create this field together and how we always are moving in community
1: I also noticed, um, in my experience with this, that you invite people to work together in mm-hmm. pairs or in groups. Or is that is that the, the reasoning behind that? The that idea of the connection of, do you do that for each rhythm or just is, is there a moment when that seems more appropriate than another moment?
2: Uh, I think it depends on the teacher, and and I'll invite Sarah to speak to that too. But I. I think it depends, for me, it depends on who I have in the room. If I have a lot of beginners in the room, I will know that they could be kind of terrified when they hear, okay, now find a partner. (laughs) And and also, you know, it's so important to come home to ourselves first before we can actually be in true connection with another person. So, you know, again, in the practice, there's all these layers. There is the coming home to ourselves, which you could liken to the, the rhythm of flow. It's the first step. Then it's the being able to reach out to the other, which you could liken to staccato, to the heart connection, which is the second step.
0: Hmm. Then
2: there's the being able to open to community, to that kind of connectedness, which is the rhythm of chaos. It's the third step. And then there's the being able to open to the world of of soul, to that connection, beyond you know beyond the connection with other people. That's the fourth step, that's lyrical, and so on. So, um, I would say, yes, I, I love using partnering in the classroom, and it really depends on what we're working with and what the feeling is of the room. Um, sometimes people come in and it's a seasoned group of dancers and they're so ready to connect, we might be connecting a lot. Um, it really I, just
0: depends. Yeah, and I agree with Anna uh, completely on that, and it really is a matter of reading the group. Um, and and also it depends on where I walk in the room as a teacher. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because if
0: I walk in, Seriously, if I walk in, in a place of, uh, I just, it depends upon where, because where, I want to be true and honest with myself as I'm teaching, and and not ask, so so there's there's all of that. Mm-hmm. But the partner, and, and I agree with Ana, because with the beginning group, it can be very terrifying, and so to be careful with that, and let it grow in its own time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love what Ana, I love what you said, Ana, about reaching out with the hands in lyrical, because... It's really true. You can come into a class and you can feel completely stuck in yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can go through the rhythms. And by the time you get to lyrical, your heart has opened, even maybe just a little bit, yeah. to the point where you can actually really be open to partnering with someone yeah. for a place of a more open heart. Yeah. When
1: you m- may have come in not thinking you would ever be able to do that. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And it's it so happens beautiful over and over again.
2: It's mm-hmm. so beautiful because people come to this practice for so many different reasons. Some people show up because they just love to dance. Some people show up because they've heard about Gabrielle Roth. Some people show up because they need exercise. Um, you know, some people show up because they've they've always been terrified of dancing, and they've heard that this is a kind of dance form that you don't need to learn steps for. So they're curious. Um, that people show up for all kinds of different reasons, and the beauty is that everybody goes through this through this process. I mean. When I had my own studio in Holland, I I had students that dance with me for four years, and I would see them come in terrified of moving their body, very self-conscious, not knowing um, what to do, feeling like they couldn't uh, move to the beat. And as they become settled in their own bodies, it starts to happen for people, that joy of, wow, I'm really moving through all these different states of being, and wow, this is a safe space. And I can actually be myself here. I can actually all these things that I carry around with me in my daily life and they come out in dance and I can actually be with another person mm. and I can actually, I, I'm allowed to see them. I'm allowed to look at them and see their amazing beauty in dance and, and they can actually see me and they really see me. They're not seeing me like, oh, are you doing your steps right? No, they're really seeing me. And we have people in our class that are over 70.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we have people, we work with children. It's, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. so beautiful because it's all about just... Um, getting people's life force to to move and come out and spill and,
1: over, and then the transformation in in everyday life. Yeah, exactly. That experience of 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 um of healing, of of bringing bringing that idea of the flow. Mm-hmm. Let's do. do let, let there's music for stillness. There's yes. yeah. Let's let's do stillness. Yes. Talk.
2: Yeah. Tell Sarah, me. do you want me to speak to that because you just did lyrical? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It'd be wonderful. Yeah. So so as we've moved through this climax of the wave and sort of arrived through lyrical into a more quieter place, I often invite people to continue to feel that expansiveness that lyrical brings. Continue to feel that connection. But again, be, focus on their breath. Focus on the inhale and the exhale. And allow your movement to slow down to the pace like you begin to move in more of a slow motion kind of way. And it's not about what your movement looks like. It's about the quality that you can bring to your movement. It's almost like you're entering a movement meditation, where it's not about what you do. It's about how present can you be in just this one arm if you focus on just this one arm. Can you put your whole mind in this one arm and become completely one with this one simple movement that's unfolding there? And I'd love for you to jump in anytime you want to, Sarah.
0: Um, the only thing that I would say too is that it's really delicious to follow. I don't know if you just said this, but to follow the, the breath, fully following the breath, so that each movement. <coughs> you can follow your inhale and that pause of emptiness between your inhale and your exhale just savoring that that beautiful pause of emptiness and then let whatever part you're moving follow your exhale yeah and you feel that pause of emptiness after the exhale you feel that beautiful pause of emptiness and then the inhale And so then mm. what i would say
1: well People are lying. People are asleep here now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're,
1: they're relaxed. are people on the floor. You know, how's it going out there in the world? We don't know yet. <laughs> oh my! Moving meditation. This yes. is moving meditation yes. and awareness practice. Yes. What's happening right now? It's hard to worry about other things, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> You know, uh, Anna, you said something uh, that I want to get back to. I can't remember which rhythm ago. Uh, <laughs> perhaps going from staccato to chaos. This idea of, of getting stuck yeah. in our lives yeah. in one part of the rhythm, you, and 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 the consequences. Talk uh, talk a little bit about that. I mean, we're all going to live, but you know, you know yeah. what I mean.
2: Well, I think a, a good way to look at that is there's a whole um, practice in. When we when we train as teachers, there's a there's a whole piece of what we do that is looking at the shadow side of each rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I name the word rigidity, that's the shadow side of staccato. So I'll start at the beginning to say that that sometimes we we find out what our home rhythm is. Sarah talked about home rhythm, the rhythm that we're most familiar with. Sometimes mm-hmm. we find out what that is when we look at the shadow side of the rhythms. For flowing, um, it's inertia. Inertia is the shadow of flow. So. What that means is this this sense of being really um, like languid could be a good word or lethargic. if we are a person that um, has a really hard time getting started and if we also really like to wallow in our own feelings and not move through anything, it could be that flowing is our rhythm and we have a tendency to get stuck there. Does that make any sense yeah and so um, the, the medicine for that, if you, you know, it, movement is also medicine. It's not just a practice, it's medicine. So the medicine for that would be, even if you don't have the music to go with it, is to is to begin, just like we began in flowing with the letting the breath in, letting the breath in and begin mm. to move. Because as you wake up your energy, if you are this person that tends to get really heavy, if you wake up your energy, soon as that energy becomes more and more awake, we'll, we'll arrive where Sarah was talking about, this flowing staccato place where we're, we're ready to kick into the, the the fire of staccato. So it's a way to help yourself move through your stuckness
0: mm-hmm. and to know yourself deeply. Where do I get stuck? To be really honest with yourself, um, and and those people stuck in staccato, which is where a lot of people get stuck, yeah, um, and I get stuck uh, very much. So um, is to remember the rhythm of release and letting go of chaos, yeah, mm-hmm. to help help loosen that rigidity, yeah. And, and, and one, you know, one-sidedness or one-directedness, I guess I would say, because to open because, up. Sorry. Which is what we needed to do this morning. Yeah. That's right. Because there were a lot of changes, yeah. and right. we had to release into the trust. We had to trust.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That place so, of letting go. So each,
2: each rhythm is both um, a beautiful blessing, has its qualities of teaching, and has its challenges. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just as, as somebody who's really good at staccato can be an incredible planner, an incredible um, communicator, somebody who really knows how to organize their life, if that takes over so much that all the other rhythms are are hardly informing you anymore, that's where you become stuck in this rigid place of that's the only way to do things, my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. And that's true for every rhythm. That's why the practice is so beautiful because every every time we dance in a class, we usually move through the whole wave and it's just a way to um, reinform your body that there's all these other ways to move. And as you do that, you reinform your psyche. There's all these other ways to be, and you don't have to just hold on to this one way. You
0: cover yeah, all these other
2: parts of yourself. Mm.
1: wakes us up to
2: our aliveness.
1: Yeah. Mm. So from chaos to get into
2: lyrical, what's... Well, we missed the piece here. So oh. the shadow side of chaos oh, yeah. would be confusion. Ah. If you are somebody who's really good at chaos, perhaps you're good at writing the chaos, but the shadow side of that is total
0: confusion.
1: Uh-huh. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know what to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And lyrical, yeah.
2: Lyrical is the the shadow side of lyrical is to completely space out. So <laughs> the airhead. Yeah. Oh, everybody <laughs> wow, everybody look probably, probably it's knows. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. It's all great. Yeah. <laughs> it's we all good. probably know a person in our lives or maybe we're that person ourselves. That's like really, you know, you have this beautiful joy about moving through your life and really easy to adapt to things and everything's fun. But this, <laughs> the shadow side of that can be that we can really space out. Right. Right. Yeah and can you can you be too still, I guess so? yeah the shadow side of stillness would be getting numb numb so if you if you get so stuck in stillness that you're really not open to movement anymore, that's that place of becoming mm. numb, not responsive to anything that's happening around you mm. so then again, the medicine would be to invite the breath and to move into the next rhythm, which is flowing.
1: come back to flow, yeah, it's all full circle, yeah, exactly, as we say, great. Wow, I I feel totally energized. How are you all doing? <laughs> great, good. Yeah. I want to. We first, I would like to invite you to tell people how to get in touch with you. Normally, we do that a million times, but we were so busy doing our flow that yeah. we, we didn't get all these um, practical staccato parts of
0: ourselves. Well, <laughs> it might be good for each one of us to speak the. Well, there's a five. There's a five rhythms main website. Yes, great. Which and is where people. Can get in touch, and I personally, Sarah, teach in Bath and Portland, and Carrie and Anna, Anna can speak, but they teach in the Camden, Belfast, Ellsworth area.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm here in the Camden area. I live in Lincolnville, um, and I teach a lot with Carrie Lumen, and Carrie Luman also um, teaches in other areas
0: throughout Ellsworth, Maine. Ellsworth. She Edward. travels,
2: yeah, to Ellsworth sometimes, to Bar Harbor, mm-hmm. um, and we sometimes teach in Hope. Um, I sometimes travel down to Lewis and Auburn. And many of us are willing to travel if there's a great interest. Like if there if we can get a group together of fifteen to twenty people, we usually consider traveling down for that. Okay. Um the website is Maine Five Rhythms dot com with Maine as in the state of Maine, five as in the number five and rhythm. R H Y T H M S dot com. All one word, main five rhythms dot com. And that um has all the information about the different teachers and the different places where we teach. Um and then each of us also does do other things. Um, yes. I'm currently working more and more one-on-one with people. I'm kind of bringing my somatic therapy background. Um, my I have an MA as a psychologist, so I, I'm kind of bringing that background back into my work and really enjoying bringing this awareness of both authentic movement and the five rhythms and the way energy moves or gets stuck into a practice of working with people either in um, a coaching um, setup or a counseling setup to really look at... Um, you know, what is happening in people's lives right now? How is that moving in the body? How can they move that out and move through something rather than being stuck in their heads about something that's going on for them? So I, I was using the word story a few times, um, talking about how to get out of the story. But the great thing working one-on-one is that we can actually use the story to really get into the body and to begin to move things that are stuck. And um, I'm really enjoying working in that way. Mm-hmm.
1: And is there another phone number for people to reach you for that, or...? Uh?
2: Um, sure, yes. um, I, I call my work Soul Moves, and um, the phone number to reach me at would be 763-3322. Okay. Or
0: 3321.
1: Okay. And, Sarah? Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to add about well, what you're up to these days? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I'm actually... I would just like to... Um, say that this fall I'm doing a heartbeat workshop which is the training that I completed which deals with the emotions and the rhythms and people need just a little bit of experience to come and that's going to be the end of October and that's on the website. Okay, great. And I teach in Bath and Portland.
1: Well, that's fabulous. That's it. Great, and uh, I want to thank you. You know, it's hard to imagine that a whole hour, or just about, has, has gone by. Let me just remind everybody who uh, you've been listening to, I'm Rhonda Feynman, this is Healthy Options. We've been speaking with uh, Sarah Wild, who um, has been working with Gabrielle Roth since 1987, and uh, has been teaching all over Maine and in, in a variety of places in the Caribbean and Omega Institute and in Roe, and uh, continues to uh, practice and study down in uh, Bath as, as she said in other classes around Maine and Anna um, Woodholt uh, abaldo has been studying five rhythms again with Gabrielle for many many years and uh, holds a master's degree in somatic psychology and is practicing um, five rhythms here in Maine with uh, Carrie Lumen at the High Mountain Hall in Camden and as we just heard uh, is also bringing this into a private practice so You have been uh, tuned to uh, Healthy Options again, WERU Community Radio at 89.9. This will be streaming. I mean, uh, this will be archived, and you can go to the website if there's anything you missed or want to hear again. And um, I want to thank Amy Brown for uh, this uh, challenging engineering feat that we have accomplished today, and Petra Hall for her production assistance, and... um, Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you're uh, driving safely back in your cars. And um, Anna and Sarah, thank you so much.